wearing a sweater that was selected for you by the people in this room from a pile of stuff. Give me a full ballerina skirt and a hint of saloon and I'm on board. Mm. I can't go back. Welcome to the She Became Visible podcast. I'm your host, Renee Steelman. This podcast is my story. It's your story. It's our story. It's all the stories of all the women who one day knew that it was time to remember who they were, who they are, and stand up and be seen. Welcome, welcome. I am so pleased that you have joined me today. And you, I just have to tell you, get out your credit card because when you're done listening to this podcast, (laughs) you're going to be like, oh my gosh, how do I get this? My guest today is Heather Wells. And I met Heather at a uh, fundraising event. She had a beautiful booth and she was standing behind the booth and on the table laying in front of her were all of these amazing crystal bracelets and she had necklaces and earrings and all kinds of things. But I was just drawn. I'm not literally, I walked through the door, glanced over to the left and I was like, I was drawn to this table, right? And I had a couple of funky crystal bracelets that you pick up, you know, at whatever. Um, But these are more than just crystal bracelets, ladies and gentlemen. And, um, so I was, and besides that, Heather is absolutely gorgeous. And so you're just kind of like, what is happening? I, I felt like I just got gotten enveloped into this new world. So I bought a couple of her bracelets and then I bought more. And now my dresser top is covered with these bracelets and I have to leave them out so that every day I can look at them and just kind of decide what I'm wearing today and what energy I want to get for those bracelets. And the only time I pick them up and move them is when my cleaning people are coming. So and so every day I look at the top of my dresser and I pick out which bracelet I'm going to wear. And this is just a, a couple of examples, but you see this? This makes other crystal bracelets. Oh, it's like, I'm sorry, it's gone. But let me tell you a you little- quite a collection. I do. And you know, it's- It's funny because I'm starting to be like, what color don't I have? Let me look here. You know, I think I've got almost every spectrum covered, but let me tell you a little bit about Heather. Heather um, has the most amazing family. Her husband, I met her husband and her boys when I went down to um, her Christmas open house and what a lovely family. I mean, your husband, it was just a joy. He just, we just started talking, right? He took me back to my hotel when I was through and Mm -hmm. just absolutely amazing. But Eight years ago, this wonderful family lost everything. They lost, uh, it started out with Heather losing her mother. And we're going to talk mm-hmm. a little bit about that. And then shortly thereafter, they lost their family business. And of course, that meant they lost their home. They lost their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. They lost everything. And so she created Love 13. And I'm going to let her talk about that. But It was created out of the grief that she was feeling over the loss of her mom. And she said, you know, was her mom a jewelry designer or a healer? No, that wasn't it. Um, But her soul's 
parting gift to Heather was that this business would become a family business and it was pure inspiration. And so um, it just was something that became part of her soul that she had to figure out what is this calling? Why is this calling? You know, why am I being drawn to do this? And so she dreamed a little bit and then she trademarked her design And after three years and before finding not only the courage to create her visions, but also receiving the download that now was the time, I could never have known in this moment that Love 13 would be so much more than a mom with a hobby. It would soon become our main source of income and our family business. And you can see that it is a family business. I mean, your boys are right there. Your husband is... It is not just Heather, like you say, a mom stringing together crystals, watching, you know, Good Morning America. This is an intense family business. And I love how you talked about it took off. And if that's not a sign, I don't know what is. So Heather, I want you to talk a little bit about where you were, what you were doing, what your role was in the family before your mom died. Uh, you know, what was your, what was your career before that? What was your education before that? What did you think your life was going to be like, um, before your mom died and it kind of everything into a new world? Well, first, I just want to say thank you for having me from the moment you walked up to that on my table and said, Oh boy, I'm in trouble. (laughs) I, I, (laughs) I fell in love with you. I knew that I was in the presence of a real woman and I could feel this divine wisdom around you. And I just knew that there was something to learn just by being in your presence. And I am so happy that over this time, we truly are sister souls. There's a connection that I have discovered between women that is not to be denied. It's like we're meant to do good together. And I am so grateful for you and very honored to be on your show. And wow, to hear somebody else share my story, I had to kind of um, pull it together because I was starting to have a little moment. Um, You know, my life before Love 13 was very different. I was uh, young. a young mom and uh, kind of living a set little privileged life, you know, Um, married to an executive, a very successful man uh, with his business, a huge business. We had homes in several States. We had our own aircraft, um, which Brian flew. He's also a pilot. And, you know, I was, I got to be at home with my babies and um, I, I really just thought, you know, this is, this is me. This is what I'm doing. This is all great. It's really all I ever dreamed of for myself was to be a mom. I was really living in a beautiful moment. And, um, you know, like, like you said, when you read my story, gosh, life can sure change in a jiffy. <laughs> and it did. And it did. And it, and it, it can for all of us at any time. Um I'm grateful for it because it it sure has given me a lot of compassion to notice people in a different way Mm -hmm. and um, a whole lot less judgment for sure, because all of our lives are a journey and there isn't a single soul that I have met that hasn't 
doesn't have a story. We all have a story. We're all on this healing journey. It just is a little different for each of us. So that's exactly right. And I think that's Mm -hmm. the part that is, um, and I mentioned this on one of my other podcasts. I think there's a, um, uh, one of the, the negative sides of vision boards or goal setting, not that, not that these are bad. I'm not saying that, but the, the, the bad part of that is thinking that you have control over your life. Thinking that if you do step A, step B, that this is what the, and then when all of that crashes down, you're like, but I had it on a vision board. What's happening? You know, or on the other side of that is when things happen, like what you've done, this wasn't on a vision board. You weren't like putting the kids down for a nap and going, let me tell you about my jewelry dreams. You know, um, <laughs> no. so I tried to make them go away. <laughs> the vid- I had visions for three years, Renee. I could oh see gosh. that this, you know, my signature design, I could see it in my dreams for years. And I never, I didn't have the courage to even tell my husband that I was being called and shown that I was supposed to do something. Right. You know, right. there's a lot to be afraid of when you're in that moment, right? especially in creation, like, what if people don't like what I make? Right. What if it's ugly? What if, um, what if we just spend a lot of money and the whole thing just fails? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and I love what you said too. It's like, it's not like you went to, uh, you know, fashion design school, got a degree in jewelry, um, spent, you know, your, your youth traveling through, um, you know, Egypt, picking up crystals. It's not like, this, oh yeah, well, now that things have changed, I'll go back to my, you know, like you say, yeah. you were dreaming about this. Why do you think? Why do you think that was coming forward? Was there had to be something in the background that was like, oh, I forgot I had this. I, love. I understand it now. Okay, I think at the time I didn't. Okay, I mean, from and it's also funny how life full circles because I've always had an infatuation with crystals. Okay, and I remember being a little girl and just sitting in my room and beating endlessly. Okay. Hours. Okay. Renee, I had forgotten that until I started again and realized how good it feels to create and be busy with the hands. Mm -hmm. But those dreams, that's, that's divine guidance. That's divine wisdom. That's God universe giving us the nudge, you know, that's, um, it's a gift. Some people see some feel all of our gifts are very vast and varying. But that was God showing me something that I was meant to do. Right. And, you know, it took my mom getting sick and um, her passing. It, it was for certain that it was coming, um, holding space for the miracle, of course. But I, I knew we didn't have much time. Right. And, you know, what really kickstarted the whole thing, which you read my story, but I gave myself prayer time every day where I would just pray and gather strength and 10, 15 minutes, but it, it allowed me to stay centered and strong for my boys. Like I just didn't want to be that mom that fell apart, you know? And I, I had seen that so many times in the loss of someone that's important. So, right. but boy, in that prayer time, it came through loud and clear that here I'm showing my kids, you know, to live the greatest expression of their lives and to celebrate um, living and life and right. where we come from, really honoring mom and 
the gift of life. And um, I realized I wasn't doing it myself, that I was just pushing these dreams that I was having to the side. One, because I didn't understand them completely, but I knew I was supposed to be creating them. Um, so I started in that prayer time. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to the gem fair. I'm gathering some crystals and some beads and I'm, I'm doing this. Wow. And I did it. I, I love that story because I think it talk it, it tells a little bit about who we are and you know, as a mom that, um, your children, they come to you. You don't create them. You don't make them into who they are. They are who they are when they get to you. And a lot of times we as parents are kind of like, well, crud, that's not, I told you, you couldn't do that. Why are you, you know what I mean? Because they have their own personalities and, and they have their own talents. And you, obviously there's probably going to be some things. It's always the good things. It's never the bad things. It's always the good things. We go, oh yeah, they're just like me. Look how creative they are. You know, that kind of thing. We never acknowledge the, yeah, I, I was going to rob a bank someday too. You know, we never acknowledge that thing. But, um, you know, I, that's what I remember hearing one time someone said, and I actually heard it referenced again. And I thought I need to find out who the original saying was, but it was something like, if you're going to take credit for the good things your children do, you have to take credit for the bad things. And I was like, thank you. So from that point on, whenever I got a call from the school, I'd be like, not my fault. That's not, I didn't have anything to do with that. Besides I had, I had other kids that proved that it wasn't my fault. But, um, but the fact that you remembered as a child beating and that you loved crystals and it, and that, that, that vision came to you, remember who you are. Remember that gift you had? Remember that person that you were before? And um, I think that's so such an important message. When when you were a mom with your little boys, and so gosh, when okay, when your mom died, your oldest was only like what, five, six? They were little. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, three. No, he was almost six and Tristan was three. Okay, so they're little. And then you, you have a sister. Do you have other siblings? Just the two of you? Just Yep. My sister and I. Yep. Just the two of us. Okay. Amazing. You guys, the, mm-hmm. one of these days, I should have had your sister on a podcast too, because she is hilarious. I mean, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not going home. I don't know where Heather's going to put me, but her, she's uh, about know. to publish her first book too. So you will have things to talk about. No, seriously. Yeah, she's been working on it for years and she has a publisher. Mm-hmm. What is it? What's the theme? What's her, what's her book about? Well, uh, she's all like the, the mist, like kind of like a hunger games, uh, Harry Potter. It's all for the young teens, very okay. mystical. And so it's a fiction, she, it's a fiction uh, maybe a teen mm-hmm. fiction or something. Oh, that's so mm-hmm. cool. That's so cool. So, um, when you, so you're at home with these two little boys and, yeah. and Brian, like you said, is a, a successful, uh, executive and he's, he's doing his mm-hmm. thing. You didn't have anything to do with his business at that time. Did you, I mean, you weren't the bookkeeper, no. you weren't doing QuickBooks, you weren't, you no. were, you do you thing. I do my thing, right? 100%. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so I yeah. love, I love that when, you know, everything came to a crash that Brian was humble enough and s- to go, you want to do this? We're going to do this. You know, I mean, that's not, that's rare to have that kind of support. That's amazing. You know, that you guys were all in this together. I think that's fabulous. When you think about the gift that is love 13 and it truly is a gift. And I still honor it is that 
I'm just the conduit for it. You know, I'm just the, the vessel for this, this offering of love. It took off so fast. Yeah. And it was so successful from the very beginning right. um, that, you know, we just thought, well, I, well, I thought I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. Like, look at, you know, I, look what, what I've created and it's all this extra money and this is really going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> like I was just thinking, yeah. you know, it, it, as a, as a stay at home mom, like, this is so cool. Like I just created this extra spending money. I hadn't really thought about entirely what to do with it yet. Right. And then, you know, everything changed so fast. And when life changes, boy, it changes quick. I mean, everything was gone within just about 30 days. And it was not long after my mom had passed. Right. And not only did we lose our identity in the company, but to lose your you know, forget the extra homes to lose your home. Right. And, and have all of that debt. I mean, short sale on a home credit cards just hung on us from the business. I'll never forget. We had the black centurion and it was in Brian's name and it got hung on us. Um, it was just an unbelievable amount of debt. Yeah. And, um, we looked at each other and I just said to Brian, I'm like, well, we have this, like it was doing very well yeah. for a, a hobby at that time. Right. Like, let's just do this until we figure it out. Let's go all in. Right. And, you know, I guess it, it just went so well that we never really looked back. That's amazing. Well, what do you, what do you think? I mean, like I said, your, your bracelets are not just a collection of crystals. You've got the extra things on there. Mm-hmm. And talk about your first experience, how it did just take off. And I think that's mm-hmm. why it's, it's that whole, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's that whole thing where it's so unique. I mean, I have a lot, I mean, I have, I, I love, I love the versatility of these crystal bracelets. This is, you could have on the most beautiful gown, red carpet gown, and these would work. You also, hello, today I have on my yoga pants and, you know, so it just, Mm -hmm. it works with everything. And so what do you, what made you say, okay, these crystals are very pretty and I could string them all together, but you know what this needs? Just needs a little bit of bling here. And then I'm going to do that. What, what made you do that? The design I dreamed, I knew what it was supposed to be. I could see the exact configuration and it's our trademark design. So I could see it in my mind's eye vision. And that very first day that I went to gather the pieces, gather the crystals, I had it in my hands in 15 minutes. It was like I walked through the door and the universe just went like this and handed it to me. Yeah. And I got home and I put them together. And, you know, the Love 13 design, you know, there's the big crystal. Yeah. And it is to be held in your palm chakra. I didn't understand the design initially. It took me a minute and our palm chakras are very powerful places. So when you hold that crystal in your palm, you're going to experience an energetic um, healing in your body from that crystal very quickly. And the other thing about crystals is when you put them together in certain ways, the body experiences something completely different than if you're just to wear rose 
quartz, uh-huh. but you put rose quartz with Botswana agate and a little pink calcite. And all of a sudden your, your entire emotional field is cleansed and cleared. Mm. You get to experience a higher level of the crystals. Wow. And, um, you know, I said this a second ago, but we really all have very special gifts. Mm-hmm. Every single human on this planet has a gift. And it, I promise you, it is completely unique from the person standing next to you. Right, right. And I didn't know that my gifts as a feeler, I'm a very sensitive feeler. So when a crystal goes on the body, I can feel your chakras clear. Mm. And that's how I understand what the crystal really does. Mm. And it's also how I connect with a person. And then that, that piece of crystal jewelry ends up being of service and something of deep value to the person that wears it. Um, you know, we all have a moment when we figure out what our gift is. Mm-hmm. And it was through Love 13 that I realized, oh, not everybody feels what I'm feeling. Right, right. <laughs> this is not just jewelry. This is not just, oh, I'm going to go make a few, you know, this is something else. Yeah. Talk about the name how the name came about, because it's unusual, you know, it's not like crystalgems.com, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's unusual. So talk about that. Well, if you've ever lost somebody, you know, that the, the depth and the meaning of love takes on a whole nother depth. It's, um, to love, (laughs) it, it becomes uh, something almost hard to explain. Um, when you lose somebody that you love as much as I love my mom, do love my mom. How old was she when she passed away? She was young. She missed a huge chapter of her life right now. She would just be, she passed eight years ago and she would just be, uh, 75. So, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And she was was young. Was she living a vibrant, healthy life? And then was stricken with an illness or because I, yeah. I, I was just talking All with, systems were a go that yeah. I mean, and that can just happen. Yeah. And it does. Yeah. No, we were just a, a do everything family, you know, always together, always traveling. She really wasn't a very happy place in her life with new grandbabies and <sighs> getting to be grandma, you know, but that's okay. We sure have a remarkable angel above. <laughs> yeah. And how long did she, um, when she first was diagnosed with an illness and how long were you caring it for wasn't, her? It wasn't even six months. It no. went so fast. No. It went so fast. Pancreatic <sighs> cancer. It just, it, it whips right through. Wow. Mm-hmm. That, that, and that's even more, you know, there's one thing I know I've heard other people talk about the grief of losing you know, everybody, everybody has, um, different, like you said, seasons of their life. So, you know, my, right now my husband's father is 93 and if he's, he's pretty healthy, really considering, but he's 93 and he's lived a good life and blah, blah, blah. And so when people pass, usually at that age, you're like, well, he lived a good life or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's the, it's, yeah, it's the, the taken quickly out of season and, and, and that whole, when you hear people say, that's not fair, they, I should have gone first, or it's, you know, I, you know, children should never die, blah, blah, blah. It's that out of season that is like, wow, okay, you know, and it does make you reflect and kind of go, 
Okay. There's no guarantee here. We're, we're all, we all have a timeline. It really isn't. Yeah. Yep. It, it is, it is losing somebody is a real reminder to live your life to the best because it's a gift. Right. It really is. So you, so you've just gone through this, this process and your understanding of what love is. So then go, yep. go on. And 13. So I could see it, you know, my dreams and mm-hmm. I see things in my mind's eye and I could see the, I could see the love. And then there's this long squiggle of a word and it wasn't separate. It was attached just as our logo. It's love. And then it's 13 and the, the T goes through the love. Right. And I'm like, well, I'm not a numbers person. Yeah. I, you know, I, I would never have known that that word was 13. And I, I happened to have lunch with a dear friend of mine who's a beautiful clairvoyant. And she just kept saying, she goes, 13. She goes, Heather, I can't tell you what it means, but 13, it's big. And I, I don't know what it means for you, but she said it like at least a dozen times in our little coffee sitting, you know? And so I'm like, okay, well, I was off to see my best friend and she and I sat down and she's like, well, you know, how we were talking about what to call myself. And I had written down on a cocktail napkin, literally the words that really meant something to me. Mm. But when you write down words of deep meaning for me on that cocktail napkin, they look kind of hokey and dumb Uh, (laughs) other than the word love. Yeah. And she said, well, did, you know, your girlfriend, the clairvoyant, did she say anything? Was there anything that she said over and over? And I go, yeah. I said, she kept saying the word 13. So my bestie, Kimmy, she looks up 13 and she's like, oh my gosh, Heather. She reads me the definition. The word 13, one, it's the most angelic number. Mm. Two, it speaks from moving from one chapter of life to the next with dignity, purity of heart and grace. And those three words were on my cocktail napkin. Oh my gosh. Like you're thinking, (laughs) oh, we'll call my dignity with charm or something like that. And then you're so, so you had all those words written down there and then that's amazing. You know, the number thing is uh, something that I think, especially here in America, um, people don't understand that these, that numbers in ancient history had deep mm-hmm. meanings. And I remember we were on a, a trip to uh, Israel and our tour guide was explaining how the number seven was very sacred to the Hebrew and the, you know, uh, that culture. And that's why when you read the scriptures, it's always like, well, they were traveling for seven days or he lived for seven days or something mm-hmm. happened in seven days. And it's not a literal translation. It's because that number is so you know, important to their whole religious belief. I didn't know that. So um, that's the thing. People don't understand that numbers have meanings and they have a... Powerful. Yeah, they're very, they are very powerful. And when you have someone that reads your numerical, you know, um, fortune or or whatever, and they take down the time you were born and the date of your birth and all that kind of stuff, it's because numbers do have a meaning. So I didn't know that about 13, though. That's really interesting. I love that. Well, and not only go. that, but it makes people question, right? It makes people ask you, what What does this name mean? That's a good point. It really does. People really, they're very curious about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it is kind of like random. It, it seems random, but then it's like, oh, wow. That just ties into the whole beauty of the, of the bracelets yes. themselves. 
So oh, that's you. amazing. So, so tell them, tell everyone about how your friend was having a party and they're like, Heather, bring yeah. over your little hobby and, uh, how, and how it went and what happened. You know, what, and what I want people to get from this is go do it. Yeah. Whatever the thing is for you, give it a shot. If right. you're, if you're getting these downloads and you know, there's nothing to be afraid of. Right. All of the things that we create to be afraid of, they have turned out to be the exact opposite. I was afraid that if I was a working mom, I wasn't going to be as good of a mom. Uh-huh. I was afraid that um, we would spend money rather than make money. I was afraid that my designs wouldn't be received and people wouldn't even like what I was making. <sighs> Turns out I'm a better mother. Turns out I'm a better wife. Turns out the life that we live now is better than anything we've ever had <laughs> in every way. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I created as soon as I got home from the gem fair and they turned out straight from the get go. It was just perfect. And so I made like 20 pieces or so. And my girlfriend was having one of those at home shopping parties, you know, where all the girls come and kind of shop and there's other people there with their wares or whatever it is they're selling. They're fun. Right. And so I called her and I remember being so nervous to call her because I knew her, but I didn't really know her. And, you know, I was afraid to be putting myself out there like, um, you know, I, I, uh, I, I, well, I, I, I made something and um, I'm making bracelets and she's like, Heather, like stops me from stuttering. She's like, bring them, oh my come to my home, just bring them. Right. Well, I did. And, um, I left that night with, uh, almost $9,000 in orders. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't oh my even gosh. have the jewelry to sell. Like people were just placing orders and You're asking like, for their customers. Sure. I, I, I'll get those, yeah, I'll get those bracelets out to you right away. And you're like, Holy crud. Yeah. <laughs> and then through that party, there was a woman there and she was having a party the next Friday. And so she invited me to her home oh and gosh. the same thing happened. And so within two weeks, like I make more than $20,000 in just a couple weeks of creation. I mean, it just went. It was such a universal nod that, you know, yeah. <laughs> you got this. Yes. yes. The answer is yes. yes. Go. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. And I also love the fact that it was um you took the bracelets to a party. They were loved and adored. People placed orders and then like the old commercial, which you don't know because you're too young, but then they told two (laughs) friends and then they told two friends and then they told two friends. And now you're living in California, but you're flying to freaking Florida and you're flying to Texas and you're flying here and you're doing these parties and you're doing events and you give back, you, you know, you have a charitable portion to your business and that's always important. And and it, and it, it again, to me, I mean, maybe it's just because that meshes with my personality, but that just shows that a lot of times the over planning stops you from being the person you are, because you do, you, you think, well, I just took this Dave Ramsey class and he said I should have a business plan and then I should do this and then I should do that. You didn't do that. 
You didn't sit down and go, I want to have a business plan. I foresee that I'll be spending. You know what I mean? You didn't do that. You just did it. You just got to go. Just got to go. You just got to do it. Yes. Yeah. I think that's so important. I mean, every successful business that I've watched and seen, um, it really just came from just doing it. And then, and then kind of, you know, having the right connections or whatever, sometimes that's really helpful. But, but I, I, I just love that. And I think now you, um, I think the other thing that I think is so lovely is COVID put a complete crash on, you know, a lot of businesses and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. but tell, well, how did that affect your business? Well, by this point, Love 13 is quite a few years down the line, and we had stepped fully into the healing of the crystals. It took a minute, uh, and I used to say to Brian, like I would get home from a party or an event, and I'd be like, I don't know what it is, but I think it's the crystals. Honey, like the women, they just, they come to my table and they can't leave. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, this exchange of healing would happen. And um, one, I would heal them through the crystal mm-hmm. and receiving their story. Like I said, we all have one. Right. And they would heal me by not only purchasing my wares, by hearing my story. Mm-hmm. Everybody was coming to me for this connection. Mm-hmm. It's just, it was beautiful from the get go. Mm-hmm. And so for years, I had really stepped into my gifts with light and activating the crystals and really turning them into little vessels of healing. The jewelry is beautiful, but it's really the container for the miracles within. Right. These pieces, are they are blessed to heal. And so by the time COVID hit, um, I just, Brian and I just looked at each other and said, let's do what we can to heal the planet. People need these pieces more than ever. Um, It had just so happened that we had a a strong webpage, but we had made the decision about six months before the world shut down. And we had invested big time in a real webpage and um, it was launching April 1st. Oh my God. And it, it did. So we had all of this inventory And we just said, let's do something we've never done before. Let's have an enormous sale. And we let these healing pieces go basically at cost. Mm. It wasn't about what we were going to earn, what we were going to make. It was 100% about, this is maybe a thousand pieces. Like, let's let them go. That's a thousand people that are going to feel better right away in this super crazy time. And so we did that. And then um, the webpage launched and it was beautiful. And, um, you know, social media gave us uh, a way to stay in front of people. Right. And I would get on. I was terrified to speak. When, when, when COVID hit in 2020, I couldn't do this. I, I was never comfortable in front of a camera. Oh. Those Facebook lives and Instagram lives I would be sick for a day just (laughs) thinking about the 30 seconds I was going to say something. I would talk as fast as I could and I would just get off. Like, you know, I don't even know if I made sense. Well, we created a piece called Power Player and I dreamed it. 
and it was it is a combination of five crystals that are everything um to get us through that time Mm -hmm. and we put this piece together and we did it for a much lesser uh, price. And I got on and spoke about it. Mm. That was the first of many videos. And we turned our company virtual that year. And um, I realized that what I could do as a healer, I was actually more impactful through video, Mm -hmm. you know, at an event. Yes. I run energy. Yes. I do healings on each person with each piece when the time is right. But say I would take one host and they would invite 20 friends and we would be on a Zoom. Mm-hmm. I would do a healing one at a time on each of those, those attendees. Uh. And the person is in their home. They're in their comfortable space. Mm-hmm. And so the downloads and the messages that would come for that person were far more than what would happen across the table from me in a room of 300 people. Uh, okay. And it was beautiful. So that's what we did. We shifted gears to, uh, to be virtual and we had a lot of events and we did a lot of sales and we grew by 25% that year. Wow. That, you know, that's amazing. And I, I think, how do you respond? Tell me what you, I'm sure there's people out there that are all like, Whoa, this is all woo woo (laughs) crystal stuff, you know, healing and things. But I think it's so ironic that they would, when you talk to them about the power and the energy of these crystals that have been in the mm-hmm. earth for billions and billions of years, but they, mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, whatever. And they're like, well, you might want to check your watch and your computer because they use <laughs> crystals to, you know. And then the other thing is, if you said to them, uh, why don't you take a hike? You know, I know you're grieving. I know you're going through something. Why don't you get out in nature? Why don't you yeah. put your bare feet on the ground and why don't you look up to the sky and, and observe the yeah. birds? And, you know, they would go, yeah, I need to do that. But then when you talk about crystals, they're like, yeah, ooh, that's crazy, you know. <laughs> but I mean, I just watched a show and I think they were talking about there's a I think this was a, an older show, but they had they had done a museum of gems and minerals. I think it was the Museum of Arts or something in New York. And they were talking about how this was the most popular exhibit that they had, this museum. And they had this beautiful amethyst, the huge amethyst. And he talked about how the crystal itself took this many billions of years to form, not that long. But then to turn that crystal purple, to have it take on that purple, took billions of years. And yeah. so it's, and I also, this is one thing that he told me, he said, um, um, the difference between a mineral and a gem is gems are polished minerals. And I was like, thank you. I never could, you know, cause when you say, well, you have a diamond on your hand, that's a mineral. They're like, no, it's a gemstone. I'm like, yeah, that's a mineral. And so people don't <laughs> understand. Yeah. That Ruby, that Sapphire, that diamond, that things that people have put a, a, a qualifier on, they've get, given it a value they don't understand that, well, yeah, it's also the quartz and the, like you said, the rose quartz and the jasper and all of the other, those are also minerals. It just depends on who decided that the diamond was going to be the engagement ring, you know, but, um, and you know, I'm sure the rarity and everything makes it more valuable, but these crystals granted, I mean, it is, it is, uh, but they do have energy. We come from the earth. Our energy, we have the same energy as the trees and the bushes and everything. We're all made out of the same junk, you know? And so there is a connection. And obviously it's not, 
something that you don't have to put a little work and thought into. You know, it's not like you're just going to be walking down the street and go, why, there must be a rose quartz around here somewhere. I just feel so loving and kind. You know, you have to put some processing into it. But, you know, how, how do you react when people say to you, like, oh, yeah, you, you and your crystals, you just have a good time here, you know, whatever. It's okay. They, they just haven't had their moment yet. Yeah. And I choose to focus on the ones that have, and I get to be the person that gives so many people their first experience. Mm. And it's fun. It's neat. You know, I'm constantly in awe of our beautiful Mother Earth. Right. It's, you've probably heard me say before, it's, it's not like you can just go to the store and order up, I need a crystal that's going to heal this. Yeah. And yet, like you're saying all these millions and billions of years that she's creating these gems, these healing crystals for us to be healed by, that they come to us at a time exactly when we need them. I'm in awe of it. And I pay attention to it because they come and they go, they run out. And, you know, there's one crystal that I love to work with and she's kind of coming to a close right now. I had her in the beginning, yeah. then she was gone. And then I, we had her back for a couple of years and now she's going again. So are they not um, mining that crystal or what, what's causing the finding it? Oh, yeah. Cause wow. the earth isn't giving it. Cause we're not, you know, what I hear and what I receive around that is that you'll be given the crystal when they're ready. Oh. They are as in the people. So oh. We're always going to be receiving exactly what we need. And the crystals and their properties are vast and varying. Mm. And um, you can't just go order them up. Right, right. Because they do come from the earth. They do come from the earth. And there is. And I think what's amazing, there's so many metaphors that you could tie into it. Because I've heard people say that, you know, a diamond is created through pressure. And so, and then I've also heard people say that, um, well, when you look at like for, I was watching a show, there's a guy out there, I can't remember, but I was watching some of his YouTubes and he was showing, they were digging and they were digging and then he would pull up a piece of turquoise and you looked at it and you know, the way he had it, he just dug it out of the ground and and you'd look at it, you'd go, ugh, that's nothing, you know? But then when it's polished and, and then he would show the polishing, you know, how they go through that and then they put it in a, in a ring or some kind of a piece of jewelry. And I think that's so true about, like you say, our gifts and our purpose is sometimes we might look at it and go, that's nothing, you know, but it's like, well, what if you just polish things up a little bit and maybe you need to have some kind of a, uh, an outer covering that's going to, you know, make you look, you know, amazing. That that setting that makes that diamond look amazing. It's not just the diamond; it's the or the turquoise or the ruby or whatever. Just maybe, you know, a rough ruby doesn't look like a polished ruby. And right. so you find beauty in what did I have to do to that? And so that's what I love about the crystals. It's like, yeah, this came mm-hmm. from the earth. And I think the biggest thing is like when people talk, that's one of the things I'm having a hard time with in Arizona is the grounding, how you go outside and you stand on the earth. There is energy coming out of that earth. And I remember reading that a lot of the ways that the soil receives the, I think it's the nitrate, some some geologist is going to be going, oh girl, you've got it so wrong, is from lightning. It's the lightning touches the earth and feeds that energy and those minerals into the dirt. 
It's from lightning. That's energy, you know? And so to just think that this is nothing is just so, it's like, mm, no, you need to get, you need to get out in nature, they're, you know? They're amazing. They're, they're gifts. And, you know, Renee, they're, they're alive. Yeah. Yeah. They're that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Much alive. Yeah. And, you know, if you, you bring the crystals into your home, like we do the home and healing, you know, the bigger pieces for the home, those pieces, you'll watch them continue to change and grow. Really? They're extraordinary. They're very much still alive. Your love 13 bracelets, they are still alive. The more you love on them, the more um, you, you know, use your light to activate them. The, the bigger experience you're going to get from wearing them. They love to be activated by light. Right. You know, in the same way, you'll see like um, sometimes people will go through things that really challenge the crystal. It's just all they can do to, to hold it together, to protect you, to shield you. And then sometimes they'll explode or um, there's a particular crystal that we have thousands of testimonials with shungite. It is a miracle healing stone. Really? And so we have all these testimonials and numerous times, like people have written and said, you know, we put a blessing into it to get a person through this journey through cancer or, I mean, thousands of different cancers or really challenging things that flare up the solar plexus. Then the minute that chapter is over, they get their, their acknowledgement of good health or you know, something closes legally or whatever it is Mm -hmm. that the crystal just goes like they do their thing to their highest and best to protect us and shield us and keep our body well. And when they're done, they're done. Yeah. That's remarkable. And I, I love that you, I love that you said that because when you talk about that, you could, I mean, you can take other things from the earth, but that, but to know that these these things are conducting energy, they are uh-huh. still alive, and I guess you could wrap a tree branch around your wrist, but you know it's, <laughs> it's like, that's not as much fun, but it really, truly, to go back and to realize that we are all connected, the reason why nature heals is because we are all connected, we do all have the same energy and power going through us. You know, we have a brain that is able to rationalize and do other things that maybe some of the other animals are not able to do. Sometimes I think that gets mm-hmm. us into trouble. Uh, we rationalize too much. <laughs> um, but, you know, it is something that is part of nature. And I think if people would stop putting the woo-woo part of it into it and start realizing mm-hmm. that this is just as healing as anything else that you do when you get outside, go outside the sun you know, the air, the water, all of the four, you know, the air, the fire, the water, they're all part, they're all needed. They all work within each other. And the crystals are just another yeah. part of that. So I love they that. Are. That's amazing. They I are. I don't know. I mean, I remember when you, I did a home party, boys and girls, and um, Heather walks into my house and she opens up this little, fairly small, I almost, I don't know, is it, is it small enough to be a carry-on? I don't, you know, small enough to be a carry-on. You're like, oh, that's cute. It's like, like you said, it's like Mary Poppins bag or, or, you know, 
poof, 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 poof. All these drawers and sleep and just these crystals are just coming out. You can't help but just go. But the idea that you made those blows my mind, blows my mind. How long would you say it took to put it, to put a bracelet together? And do you kind of let the things, the pieces speak to you? I mean, you've got everything laid out. Okay. There's a couple things that happen. I, I dream them still how they're meant to be together. Uh, especially as new crystals come to play. Like right now we have all of these brand new crystals for like spring and summer. And so it's a whole new learning experience and just staying receptive to the downloads of how they're meant to be together. And then what happens when you put them together and the ways that we've been instructed to. So yes, I dream them. I like to set them out kind of in the way in which I've dreamed them. So then they come together easily. Um, like which ones are meant to be together. So I'll do that in a tray and then create and put them together. And uh, yeah, it's a neat process. When people order online, I connect to their higher self and that piece is made for that person. Interesting. And you know, as I'm creating, the light is running through me and into the piece. And that's what's going on. I'm truly just the conduit for it. Right. And I love how when people approach the table or, or mm-hmm. uh, that, that you say, don't, don't ask me any questions yet. Just walk around, look at these crystals and tell me how, what you're feeling or go to yep. where, where you think you're being drawn. And that's because we're so indoctrinated to look at things through, I don't know, color or, oh, that's a pretty charm or whatever. And so when you, when you instruct the people to stop thinking that and just go where you, where you think you're being drawn, um, I love that. And that's why I lay my bracelets out on my dresser top. And I'm just kind of like, today, I feel like I must be doing this, 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 you know, um, they will let you know. Yeah. It's so true. Isn't it Renee? They will choose, they will choose you one off the table at a love 13 trunk show. Every piece is created to heal a person. So I just wait for that person to arrive and whether the person is an octopus and needs 30 pieces or (laughs) it's just one that brought them to their, to their knees. Yeah. That is their piece. And I just wait for that moment. Very intentionally, I don't put out the cheat sheet. You know, this one's to bring money or this one's going to draw in your true love. If we do that, then they're making their decisions based on what they think they want rather Mm -hmm. than staying open to the experience of being captured by your crystal. Right. And and I love that you have a men's collection too, because Mm -hmm. I love seeing these crystal bracelets on men. It is the most masculine jewelry there's just an an aura to it that it is it's very masculine and yet to me that says something that that person is in touch with themselves and that they're also in touch with the you know nature and that they're willing to wear you know this this kind of jewelry i love that so um your men's jewelry (laughs) doesn't have all the pretty stuff on it it's pretty basic but yeah they're more basic some men get kind of you know i do some chain for custom things or certain people that I know they're going to love things hanging, but excuse me, for the most part, they're more simple. And the men are funny. They think, oh, you know, I don't wear 
jewelry, blah, blah, blah. Once they start, they are bigger collectors than we are. Oh, that's, a, yeah, that's <clears throat> they amazing. Are. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, a flight attendant on our last flight that had probably had about four crystal bracelets on. Oh. And I was like, yes. You know, I thought oh, that, <laughs> it is, it's so, it's so masculine and yet it's, um, uh, and, and I love when they mixed, uh, they mix their colors, you know, maybe I want to wear red and black or whatever, you know, and, and throw in yeah. a white or something, but it's, it's intentional. I mean, they're putting these bracelets on with intention. And I love that. It's not just cool gold chain that I got, you know, it's there's, you, you don't put crystals on with just that you, you, there's more thought put into it. And I think that's why I like it so much. So, well, you're amazing girl. I'm telling you, I hope. <laughs> I hope that I'm, I'm finally figuring out how to get these podcasts posted. <laughs> we'll see. I've got about eight podcasts under my belt and none of them are out yet. And I'm, these people are like, uh, didn't I talk to you the first of February? And I'm like, yes, I don't know how this works. Everybody else seems to have it figured out. I haven't figured it out yet. But anyway, so thank you so much. When's your next, you. you're coming to Arizona. When are you coming to Arizona again? Likely September. Okay. I'm not sure. Okay. That makes sense. I think I'm that's when sure. I met you before it was in September, October. I can't remember. Yes. Yeah. So that'll and being be pulled in different directions for that exact time zone, but I'll be out there soon. Okay. You All know, right. it really is uh five days a week right now of events. So Ugh, we're amazing. very, we're booked all the way through holiday. It's just Seriously, incredible. That's so amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, I it's love, so I love you guys. Tell Brian, I said, hi. And, we love you, you know, too. Next time we go we to Texas, so we'll have to, you guys have got a, the restaurants up and going. Is they it, are up and going. Okay. And yes, we'll connect with your daughter and yeah. I'll let you know when I'm, when I'm back out in Houston. Yeah, that'll that'll be fun be, that would be great. That would give me another excuse yeah. to go out there. I love that. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks. Everybody so much love, love13.com. Love-13.com. Don't forget the dash. Yeah. Yep. And, they and can, it's the word spelt out, not the number. Okay. Yes. It's not the number 13. It's the word 13. Okay. But you can also just Google Heather Wells or Love 13. We pop up. You'll okay. Right Heather Wells. Yep. You can Google Heather Wells. It's the way to, we all find everybody. So, and you're on, <laughs> you're on Instagram. Yes. Yep. yep. And, love underscore 13 and same thing. Okay. Heather Wells, Love 13. Thank okay. you so much. Her Very name is good. beautiful. All right. Love you. Oh, we'll so talk many soon. All right. Yep. Bye-bye. Oh my gosh, you guys, this is why you have to join me every week because this is the kind of guests I have. And this is, this is who I'm talking to. I'm talking about women who are finding their purpose, finding their meaning, and they're just, they're just becoming visible. And we are going to be exploring all kinds of stories with all kinds of wonderful women. And hopefully this will give you the courage to find yourself and to find out what your goal and your gifts are. And so join me next week. I'll have another lady on here to tell you some fabulous things. Don't be invisible. All right, we'll talk next week. Bye-bye.